Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash a mad if you love a Reddit story, why not click that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell too, and let's jump straight in to today's stories. Now, our first story does follow with an update, and it's from Throwaway Mum 123409 titled, Am I the arsehole for calling my sister-in-law selfish after she made things personal? I, 31 female, have two sons, 15 male. Because of my age, my parents took care of my boys until I was 18. I was involved and they knew I was their mother, but mum wanted me to be a normal teen. I have a little brother, 27 male. Me and him are extremely close. He married his wife, Alice, 28 female, when he was 22 and I tolerate her. My sons really like Alice. She works with kids and loves them, so I wasn't surprised. The first time they met, my sons were six and they were always talking about her. As my sons grew, I worked often and couldn't always be with them. My parents babysat them and once my brother got older, he did too. Now my brother and his wife babysit them while I work. Thing is, my brother has triplets, four male, and taking care of three toddlers and two teenagers is not easy. He called me a few times saying he's really stressed out due to his job. Yesterday I went to their house to pick up my sons. I had planned on telling my sister-in-law that my boys are old enough to stay home alone after school and she doesn't need to have them over all the time because I understand how stressful it is. Instead, I was met with my sons begging me to let them stay the night at their house and sister-in-law asking me to consider it. I was upset because it's been days since I got a night off and I wanted to be with my sons. I asked my sister-in-law to talk in private and told her that I'm their mother and I deserve to spend time with them too. Basically, I asked her to reschedule. She said that I could join them, but I wanted to spend time with just my boys. I said this and she said that was pretty selfish of me because the boys don't want to. This part hurts because Alice said that my boys wish she was their mother and I should do better instead of complaining to her about everything. I complained to her a few times before how they prefer her, but she's always reassured me that wasn't true. In retaliation, I called her selfish for forcing my brother to take care of so many kids despite the amount of stress she knows he's in. She rolled her eyes and walked away. I was about to cry, so I left. One of my sons called me a couple of times, but I went to sleep. I woke up to a text from my brother saying he adored my sons and never felt pressured to take care of them. Yes, his job has been a pain, but my sons and his wife don't add to the stress at all. He also said that my house is in an unsafe neighborhood while they live in a much better community. So having the boys stay home alone is irresponsible and dangerous. That just made me more upset, so I told him to fuck off. And he told me I could say whatever to him, but not speak to his wife like earlier. Now, I believe I'm in the right to say what I did because my sister and Nora is acting if I'm the worst mother, despite knowing how hard I'm working. She also made things unnecessarily personal, but my brother is making it seem like I'm the arsehole. So, am I the arsehole for calling her selfish? And as I said, we do have an update to this post. 
Now I'm gonna go for a potentially controversial not the arsehole in this situation. I don't think Opie is the arsehole. I think what sister-in-law said regarding, you know, they want me as the mother kind of thing was an extremely cruel thing to say. While I think it's great that they got a support network around them from sister-in-law and brother looking after, you know, her two teen boys, I think that's fantastic. To turn it around and say, you know, they prefer me as the mother when Opie's working her ass off as a single parent isn't just a light comment to say to someone, is it? That's an absolutely devastating thing to say to someone. Growing up in the area I did, I see there's plenty of families around me in very much an identical situation like this. And to think of those mothers coming back from their jobs, these people that I loved growing up around them, and then for someone else to turn around to them and to say something about them being a good mother or whatever would be absolutely devastating to them. And I think Opie's just in an incredibly tough situation. Sure, she should appreciate, you know, these people looking after her children while she's at work, but at the same time, receiving a comment like that, it's um, crossing the line big time. But maybe I have a biased view on this one. Let's check out some of the comments to see what they say before we move to the update. Void Girl Katie says, you're the arsehole. If the teens are old enough to be home alone, they're also old enough to choose that they want to be with their aunt and uncle after school. It makes no sense to tell them they have to be home alone instead of with family if all parties want them slash to be there. Verminous Bo says, you're the arsehole. You're putting your own wants over your children's. I do think 15 is old enough to stay home alone, but they want to be somewhere where they are wanted instead of being alone. I'm sorry you're in this situation though. Mogambo says you're the asshole for not appreciating the love and care your brother and sister-in-law are offering your kids and not thanking them. Nothing will change the fact that you are the mother of your kids and I'm sure your family knows you are doing your best for them, but this is not a competition. Your kids are getting love and care from multiple people. Be grateful and be flexible. Your brother seems to be a really good role model for your kids. And Swadapodama says, you come off quite jealous of Alice in your post. You don't go into detail about why you only tolerate Alice or how your relationship devolved into you saying hurtful things to each other. Plus your brother and sister-in-law watch them how many days a week? Every day that you work? Of course your kids will be attached to them and you don't even sound grateful for the help you've gotten. I get you're trying to provide for your kids, which is why you aren't around. I'm sure that takes a toll on you and your family, but based on your descriptions, I'm going with an everyone sucks here, but probably more you. And Wise Bat says, fuck, this is hard, because it really seems like you're trying for these boys. Spending a night with them when you have it off is not a selfish ask, and Alice was way out of the line to suggest it was. It's also undermining you as a mother to tell you your boys can't go home with you. Your boy's wants should absolutely be taken into account as 15-year-olds, but in this instance, what mum says should go. Otherwise, they aren't going to learn that it doesn't matter what mum wants or says if someone else says it's okay. I'm not sure where Reddit gets off saying the aunt isn't an asshole for this behavior. How are you ever supposed to win if your authority as a mum is being undermined and ignored? Ultimately, I think everyone sucks here, but your sister-in-law slightly more for even putting you in this situation. They're your kids, not hers. And Boo 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 Who says, you're the arsehole, I'm sorry, but you have barely raised your own kids. What did you really expect? Now let's move on to the update to see what that says. So updates. I'm really emotional right now, so I'm just going to get right to it. I know people aren't asking for an update, but I wanted to share. After I made my post, I read through all your comments and I realized I was indeed the asshole. I recognize this, however, I can't deny that what my sister-in-law said hurt. Bad. 
It bothered me a lot. I even took a day off, which I have never done in my life because I didn't have it in me to get up. My whole world shattered and I know it is my fault. The morning of the 17th after my brother dropped off my boys, they came into my room and told me that they had to show me something. My boys are really musically talented and turns out they made a video of them playing a song for me. I burst into happy tears. My birthday is today actually and they planned on showing it to me today but were aware that I was upset and apparently my brother found out I stayed at home from work and they all decided to show it to me earlier. I don't think you all understand how I feel. I've always been so insecure and like many of you mentioned, I've always been jealous of how well Alice connected with my boys and thought I couldn't compare to her. After what she said, I felt much worse. But I know that I have nothing to be jealous or insecure about. Yes, my boys adore my brother and his wife, but I'm their mother and they love me too. They reassured me on it and I told them that I loved them the most in the entire world and we basically had a heart to heart. I even called Alice and we both apologized. She said that she was upset because one of my boys had been upset about how I wasn't at one of his recitals and instead of making an effort to be more involved in their lives, I just complained. And I admit, I always thought that working, making money for my boys was the most important thing. That if I work overtime and miss a few concerts, it was fine. That they'll appreciate it in the long run. I know that it's wrong. And although it's a hard mindset to change, I'm planning on making a few changes to my work schedule so that I have more free time. Not now as I'm currently saving up to get a new place in a more secure area, but in a few weeks. I told this to my sons and God, their reactions, I've never felt happier. Like many of you also mentioned, I'm pretty freaking lucky. I have the most supportive and loving family and the best sons I could ever ask for. I can only hope to be as wonderful as them. I know I sound emotional, but I spent a lot of time with my boys these few days and I'm so overjoyed. I'm crying typing this because of how happy I am. I hope this encourages fellow parents to spend time with your kids because there is nothing quite like it. Thank you for the judgment and support edit and i'm sorry for using n instead of other variations in my last post i know it's bothersome but i wasn't in the right mind and really wasn't thinking about my overuse of n also saw someone say about the chances of people in the same family having multiples it's rare but it happens my family has a lot of history with multiple kids twins usually though i don't know why or the science behind it but it's not that crazy of a thing now although i still stick by OP was not the arsehole in this situation. I think it's a positive update for the family in general that they've apologized. They seem to have grown from it in some ways. But I always love it when we get some sort of positivity within an update. What about you guys? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for leaving my lifelong contract with a company to work with my brother-in-law? I'm married to my wife of 10 years. Her brother has recently started the company. I was a worker of a company founded 20 years ago. It was the start and I being one of the major employees worked very hard to get the company where it is now. As a result, five years ago, I was offered a lifetime contract by my employer for the hard work and loyalty to the company. I accepted the offer. I am generally known in my field of work. Now, my brother-in-law is starting the company which offers almost the same services. If I join, I will definitely attract clients and will be a huge boost for the company. However, this business will be against the company I currently work for. My brother-in-law has asked me to leave the company and join him. I really do not want to. My wife says that she thinks I should join brother-in-law, but would support me regardless of my decision. However, we might receive a lot of backlash from her family. After a lot of thought, I rejected him. 
He has been pissed and her whole family is becoming shitty towards her. I'm totally up for offering him advice and giving him tips, but I cannot do anything that directly contributes to his business, as it states in my contract. I wouldn't have even considered all this if it was for a friend. But it's my wife's brother and her family that are against her is what's troubling me very much. My wife still tries to be happy, but I can see that is clearly bothering her. My friends who I asked about are divided about it. Am I the asshole? As we say in Reddit, no is a complete sentence and you don't have to do what you don't want to do. You know, it was an offer. You turned it down, which is absolutely fine. And I wonder if, you know, the company was set up with the intention of getting you on board and getting those big clients from you. I wonder if that was all a part of the setup. And regardless, I do wonder with your current company, if they had some sort of clause in there that said, you know, you can't leave our company to join a competitor. I've at least had two of those contracts. The market research one, they said that I can't go and work for another market research company after I left for X amount of years. And one that also worked on the medical equipment. That was the same sort of thing that you can't go to another company in the same sort of field for X number of years. But Welder1919 says, hmm, do I choose between a company I've worked for for literally my entire life that has given me a lifetime contract that is paying me good money for the work I do? Or do I go for a company that has just started, probably won't offer me the same amount of money or the same contract that could go under in as little as one year? Man, this is really a tough choice. I'm gonna choose to stay with a company I know and love and that I helped make what it is today, not the asshole. And Jeff says not the arsehole, but your wife's family is definitely acting like arseholes. Let's call a spade a spade here. He wants to use you to the detriment of your current employer and is mad you don't want that. And Raymond Beaumont says, and quotes, I really do not want to. And then says, that's enough. You don't need any excuses or anything. You just don't want to. If their relationship with you, your wife, and I guess your kids depends on you doing what they say when it comes to where you work, then you have a lot more to deal with than just hopping when they tell you to hop not the arsehole. And ADBBWG says not the arsehole makes me wonder if your brother-in-law wants to start a company that is in direct competition with your employer because he assumed you and your reputation would make his business successful. Did he offer you an ownership stake as well as a position and salary? Did he ask you if you would be involved before starting his business? I'm betting the answer to both questions is no. And Phyla Croy says, not the asshole, you are making the right choice for you and your family. Your brother-in-law and other-in-laws are being very unreasonable. Family and business do not mix. And one more question from the Riker Maneuver who says, info, do you think it's possible that the only reason he started the company was because he assumed you would join him and help him get it off the ground? Also, did he offer you any ownership stake in your company or did he simply want you as an employee? If so, that's the justification you use. Your company offered you a lifetime contract and he just wants you to be a regular employee. He's not offering any kind of incentive that would make walking away from a lifetime contract and job stability worth it. OP replies saying, maybe, most likely. No ownership, just an employee. Thank you, the problem is that I made so much that I can afford to do nothing and live luxurious. So even if I quit, I will not have problems and can help my brother-in-law. But to me, it is extremely wrong. Now, what do you guys think of this one? I think he's being used in this one, but what are your thoughts on it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and move on to the next. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Next story. And our next story comes from Three Cats in a Sweater. Great name. Am I the asshole for disabling my teen daughter's car? So, I'm catching hell from a lot of people in my family. So much so, I'm thinking of caving just so I can stop hearing about it every other day from someone in the family circles. Anyway, so my daughter just turned 17. I promised her I'd pay for half of whatever car she could pay, the other half outright. No leasing, no payments. It's how my dad did it and it caused me to have a far more realistic car ownership experience. When I turned 18, he signed over half of his title to me and I got a new title that was just mine. I planned to do the same with my daughter. She agreed, she got a car, and got the paperwork reflected, we were both the owners, and when she turns 18, I plan to hand it over fully. Now, don't get me wrong, I trust my daughter a lot. Fully, you could say, since I was really surprised by the behavior that caused me to do what I did. But last week, I heard through some friends, who unfortunately for her, ratted her out to me, that she saw her basically fender bender a parked car, and essentially leave the scene without leaving a note, or any attempts to talk to the owners. Just a note, I've already contacted that person and offered to pay. They were nice enough to say no harm, no foul. The damage was done, was to a beta they owned for years. So all in all, no big deal. Everyone's whole. But I'm not happy with my daughter's behavior. I didn't raise her to be dishonest or react out of fear of consequences. I understand the feeling she probably went through, but with a vehicle comes responsibility that she needs to learn now instead of later when it becomes an acceptable habit. That being said, I removed the necessary component from the car that makes it entirely unable to drive. I was honest with my why and my daughter seemed surprised I knew what happened. My wife unhappy, but thinking I went overboard. I said all you have to do to get the car back is go to the person you wronged and apologize and offer to pay for the problem. But she absolutely is refusing and she's holding her ground so I plan to as well. At 18, I'll be truthful to my word and sign it over fully and put the part back and pay for any issues. But until then, she won't be able to drive it. Am I the arsehole? Now, this is definitely not the arsehole to me. About four days ago when I was driving back from the shops, I think it was, and I parked my car up and I walked around the back of my car to find my back light had been smashed in. And I can only imagine it was a truck or something because all the bumper and everything was fine. It was just the light. There was no note on my car. There was nothing there at all. And this light, it cost me like just under 200 pounds to replace in the end, which is no small chunk of change, is it? I mean, it it really wound me up. And I I just stand there and I think, God, if I hit someone's car like that, I'd be so apologetic and trying to fix the issue as soon as possible. And some people just, they don't don't care, do they? They don't care that they've damaged damaged someone else's property. Something that that person's worked towards, put the hard-earned money, worked towards and got that. They just don't give two shiny shits. Sorry, I'm winding myself up here. But absolutely not the arsehole for teaching your daughter consequences for her own actions. But Fireflies On says, I think it's a fitting punishment. It is worrying that your daughter doesn't seem to understand what she did wrong. What will happen if she gets into a more serious accident? 
She needs to learn now the responsibilities that come with being a driver. Yes, it is partially her car, but also she's your 17-year-old daughter and you're basically grounding her. Not the asshole. Jeff says, not the asshole. She left the scene of an accident, even minor, even fender bender. That's a big deal. Ava says, not the asshole. I was in the other person's shoes more than once. It sucks to have your car damaged and no note or anything. She needs to understand this lesson now when she's still learning to drive. She's been driving for about a year, right? That's basically nothing. She has a very clear route to take to get her car back and it's apologize. It's not an impossible request. And Lexi the G says not the asshole. With a privilege comes a responsibility. It's not yet really her car because she can't insure it yet by herself. Also your house, your rules. Dishonesty earns consequences and this is a consequence. Plus leaving the scene of an accident is technically illegal. She's getting off really easy. PDX says not the asshole. You are a good parent. You're holding your child to account without A, getting the police involved and B, the consequence is exactly what she should have done in the first place. There's nothing out of proportion of the situation other than giving you grief for it. And one more from Amy who says not the asshole. Leaving the scene of an accident without at minimum providing contact info is both immoral because of the potential to leave the other person slash car owner stuck and illegal. If any witness had mentioned this accident to the police instead, your kid would have a very different conversation right now. Maybe it would have been better that way. Driving is a privilege, not a right. Kids showed she's not mature enough to deal with the responsibility that goes with privilege. The privilege has been unavoidably withdrawn until she fulfills a bare minimum moral and legal duties as a driver. That's really rather well done, dad. Now, what do you guys make of this one? It really winds me up when people hit cars and just leave. But what are your thoughts on this? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Hiking Trip Throwaway. Am I the asshole for ruining my husband's hiking trip? My female 27, husband male 28, and his four friends, all male in between the ages of 27 to 32, have a yearly hiking trip they take for two weeks. They have done it for years and it's fun for me because I really enjoy being alone and it's fun for my husband because he gets to hang out with his friends. However, within the past couple of years, the camping trip has always ended in a fight and argument that kind of ruined the whole thing, but they were hopeful for this year. I will preface this with saying I do not like these friends. These friends are the ones he's had since elementary school and they have just formed a lifelong bond even if they don't like each other anymore. A month before our wedding, three of them decided to take a random trip to Cabo without checking the dates. And the fourth one was having a baby. Obviously, we didn't plan him in the wedding party because of that. But my husband only has one groomsman and no support on his wedding day. They do that kind of crap all the time where my husband is always kind of left in the dust. They also really don't like me because I helped my husband get sober when we started dating and they don't like that I took away their real friend. So on these trips, I just always ask that my husband call and text me when they're winding down at the day so I know he's alive and well. It doesn't have to be long, it could be just a quick text, but he always calls because, well, I'm his wife and he likes me. <laughs> these calls never ever last more than 10 minutes, ever. I usually make him hang up to go and have fun. His friends apparently hate that he calls me or even texts me on the trip at the end of the night. This came to a point where they hid his phone from him for two days just so he wouldn't call me. I thought he was dead and messaged their respective partners, who I'm actually pretty decent friends with, about if they had heard from them. One girlfriend called and screamed at boyfriend to give him his phone back. When they finally did, my husband called me in near tears, saying that the trip so far has just been a nightmare and he just wanted to come home. 
He told me they used the trip as an intervention to convince him to divorce me because I am too needy and demand too much from him. Both of these things are severely untrue. I'm not perfect, but I'm certainly not those things. Anyways, this set me off and I've messaged their partners about this. I was really upset and wanted to understand what made them do that. Well, apparently I started a whole storm of them calling their boyfriends and going off at them for me. I didn't ask them to do it and I felt bad because I just needed to vent. This made the trip even worse for my husband because they just kept calling me names. Since being home, my husband is not mad at me at all and understands why I did what I did. He knows they're in the wrong, but now I've ruined a relationship he's had for years because I didn't keep it to myself and I also ruined a two-week trip for him. Am I the arsehole? Edits for clarification purposes, I want to emphasize that I'm not asking if I'm the arsehole for wanting a text slash short phone call to make sure he's alive. I feel 100% justified in that and I'm not asking for a judgment call there. I'm asking if I was the arsehole for contacting their girlfriends. Got to say, they sound like absolutely awful friends. And you didn't ruin this trip by contacting the girlfriends at all. They ruined it by their childish behavior. And honestly, what's wrong with calling up your husband or your partner to, to see how they're doing whilst they're away? They don't sound like good friends at all to me. But Abba Zabba says, Opie's husband says, I would like to let my wife know I have not perished. The group says, toxic, whipped, trip ruined, life ruined, leave her not the arsehole. Opie replies, that's how they treat their partners on the trip. Even the one who has two small children told his girlfriend not to call him for at least a week. He's 32 with kids and thinks that's reasonable. I'm the only one who gets more than five minutes of contact for two weeks unless it's an absolute emergency. Kelly113 says not the arsehole and you didn't ruin the trip. Once your husband finally got his phone back, he already wanted to go home. That's on his so-called friends, not you. To be honest, even if you were extra needy and demanding, you would still wouldn't be the arsehole. It is not their place to judge your marriage and push them to divorce you is not something they have the authority to do. Your husband just has crap friends. Opie replies again saying, that was my thing. They define needy as because I treat my husband as an equal, he has to do as many adult things as me and can't play more video games with them. As if it's a bad thing. He even pointed out to him how stupid they sound and they were like, she has you brainwashed man, like doing dishes and laundry is brainwashing. Expecting them to cook every other night is needy. Evening Jellyfish says not the arsehole, wow. It's perfectly normal to want your husband to check in with you once a day while he's on a trip. I don't think you have anything to worry about though as I highly doubt your husband will remain friends with these children after this. Ven says not the arsehole, it's about time he let go of his shitty friends. I'm glad he can see what they're truly like and is sticking with OP. Who seems to be the only person in this situation who has a back and gives a shit about his happiness? Puppy says, not the arsehole. Those are some terrible friends. Lucky it sounds like your husband and the SOs also agree that you're not the arsehole. No one needs that many toxic people in their life. And one more from Tarnishow14 who says, not the arsehole. There is nothing wrong with letting your partner know you are safe. My DH often texts me, not dead in a ditch, just to let me know he's okay. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? What do you think about that group of friends and what would you do if you found yourself in that situation? I think it's definitely a not the arsehole at all, but let me know your thoughts and verdicts on all of today's stories in the comments below if you choose to share them. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes of your time with me today and getting involved with the channel. It means the absolute world and I can never 
ever express that enough. <laughs> Thank you again, guys, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.